Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry and I speak to two Tonys, two Tonys from AEW. The newest edition of the AEW Women's Division, Tony Storm, joins us about life after the WWE and her exit from the WWE. And we also speak to AEW owner and president, Tony Khan. What's happening this weekend with AEW? Also, what happened at the end of AEW Dynamite from Wednesday night? All right now on the Busted Open Podcast. AEW Zone, Tony Storm. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, anything technological. So You're doing uh, fine. hopefully you can hear me and see me fine. <laughs> we hear you. We see you. And we appreciate the time that you're giving us this morning. I just said AEW Zone. How does it feel to be a part of AEW? Oh, my God. It feels amazing. Um, I feel like I'm a part of something really special. Um, I'm around so many hardworking women that are just really hungry to um, show the world. And it's it's been a crazy few weeks, but I love it so far. That's great. Um, have you been able to kind of rekindle that love and passion for pro wrestling again, being a part of AEW? Of course. I mean, it's always been there no matter what. Um, but all of a sudden I just feel completely uh, revitalized. Um, I'm feeling really good and I'm really ready to get uh, get stuck into the tournament and uh, see where I end up. Tony, uh, I, I noticed a little bit of everything. I, I saw you, I've known you for a long time in your, your uh, stint with WWE programming and this is the best I ever seen you look physically. I know you're dieting. I know you're training unbelievably hard. I can see the development in your shoulders. What is the new workout plan? Thank you. Um, I've been going pretty hard for um, about a year. Um, I feel during my time in NXT and after the pandemic, I was uh, feeling a bit slow 
uh, lacking motivation a bit, but I pushed through. Um, but just in the last year, I've really um, managed to get like my diet and training down. I don't know. I guess I'm growing up. I'm like coming out of my early twenties, and I'm and I'm like being careful, and I'm being better. So. <laughs> Hey, that's Maybe a good thing. That's a good thing <laughs> yeah. to be better. I mean, if you don't wake up every day and you try to do better than you did yesterday, you're cheating yourself. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> I feel like but I'm what, you mean. Like, what, what is the thing that you hang your hat on the most as far as your training? Because we all know that, you know, you, you're, you're a seasoned wrestler. You know what you're doing wrestling-wise. Um but there's a lot of people that I know they see you and they go, man, I wish I knew what she was doing to look like that. Like, give me a couple of exercises that, um, that you do that you go, okay, this is the one that I, I hate to do. It's going to make me so <laughs> tired. Like what, what's, what's the ones? Um, like right before, um, I know I'm going to do a show or if I need to sweat like a lot of food, <laughs> you know, if I've eaten way too much and I need to like, um, get a good solid workout in, I do like some really intense conditioning days. Um, I have a really good trainer in Orlando that just absolutely kills me. Um, and that's Studio Fit Training in Baldwin Park. Um, and he absolutely whoops my ass. And um, <laughs> it's taken some time, but after like going to him a lot, like I'm really starting to see changes. And um, I like to just get some really heavy conditioning days in because um, like, just you know, match are you a machines? <laughs> are you a machines person like treadmills and stair climbing type stuff? Are you mm -hmm. more up downs and uh, like stretching rolls and stuff to that nature, where you're activating yourself with rubber bands and resistance training? I try and keep it like um, I try and keep it varied, but I, I usually split it up into three days. I'll have like a heavy legs day, a heavy upper body day, and then a really heavy conditioning day. And then if I can get more workouts in around that, I'll do like some good active recovery and stuff like that, um, where I do a lot of band work and, and stuff and stretching. Um, but I just try and stick to those three days of like going hard and then trying not to um, overindulge. <laughs> well keep it up you're doing a hell of a job you're doing thank a hell you. of a job thank you i'm really trying i'm trying my best <laughs> tony on the show the other day tommy and i were talking about playlists what's your playlist when you're working out oh my oh. god um see it's very mixed like you could have some like you know it could be top 40 and then next thing it's motley crew and then um next thing it's led zeppelin and then we can go, uh, then we'll do some 90s pop. I really keep it pretty varied as much as possible. <laughs> are you we, we hear the Crue accent. Okay. Are you a Motley Crue fan? Because I noticed, you know, the Nikki Six eye makeup. Are you a Crue fan? I am. I'm a huge Motley Crue fan, but I like, I, I keep it varied. You know, I try and um, get into a bit of everything. I don't like to just stick to one thing. Yeah, I like to. Keep it going. All right. I like it. You got to keep it varied. I get it. Variety is the <laughs> spice of life. Uh, Tony, when we saw you debut with on AEW, it looked like you got emotional. Um, what were your emotions like when you first came to AEW? Um, 
yeah, I was, I felt really overwhelmed in that moment. I was really excited and really happy because uh, I just feel like I've been given a second chance at my career and it's not all over. Uh, when I left WWE, I like, I wasn't banking on going anywhere else. It was kind of, I mean, you know, without getting, <laughs> we don't have that much time, but without getting too much into it, but like I kind of left suddenly and wasn't prepared for life outside of that at all. Um, so I'm just so thankful that uh, Tony Khan reached out and has given me a job, a second chance, an opportunity to like really do what I love, which is pro wrestling. So did you I'm miss excited. home? Did you miss home? I did at all. I did. Um, I went two and a half years without going home at all, and that's after a life of like well, about seven years of being on the road. Like I left for England about seven or eight years had passed and I was like, oh my God. And then take into account the amount of negativity that you hear about WWE and then add that on top of it. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I have a problem with WWE at all. I'm actually really grateful for uh, the time that I got to have there. I learned so much and you know what? It was so cool. It was real and it was cool, but in the end it wasn't real cool. And something just happened and I uh, left and uh, it felt, I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience, to be honest. <laughs> I just kind of, you know, have you ever lost it? Have you ever just lost your mind? <laughs> yes, I have. That's, that's kind of what happened. I guess uh, the stress of not seeing family in years and then uh, just so many overwhelming things all at once. And uh, yeah. I've been happier ever since. <laughs> how, how is your mental health now? Like, you know, like I, I enjoyed, I had a time where I was frustrated and I never got to see my family and I missed spring break and I missed every holiday. Uh, like all of that stuff, it just got to be so overwhelming that I did like you did. I just, yeah. I went home. Yeah, I guess I just like freaked out and went home. <laughs> But you know, that happens to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the case right before COVID, like a, a year before COVID. Uh, I don't know if you know who the comedian Dave Chappelle is, but- Yes, like I love Dave a, Chappelle. A, he signed a, a, a contract for an astronomical amount of money and the pressure got to him. And he, he said, look, man, I just got tired and I left. I bought a plane trip, to, a plane ticket to Africa. Yeah, I just-, <laughs> just disappeared. That's kind of what happened. I just realized there was just a moment where I realized that it wasn't for me. And as much as I might've romanticized it as a child and thought that this is my dream and this is what I have to accomplish. Like, I just realized maybe it's not, and maybe this isn't the place for me. And who am I to take someone else's spot that actually really wants to be here? That's not fair. Wow. And uh, I just, I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be a wrestler. I'm still going to be a wrestler. I, uh, I, I spent years wrestling before WWE. I mean, I loved it. So I was like, really, all there is to go back to is like doing something that I love. So how bad can it be, really? Yeah, and you're like doing what you love, <laughs> Don. And it's, it's so weird because us as fans and us talking about right here on Busted Open about what you were doing in the WWE, you came up to the main roster and you're immediately in a program with Charlotte Flair. And then we're talking like, wow, this is, and then boom, it's over. Like, just like that, it just stopped. Crazy. Yeah, there's, um, there was really no point in going further. And uh, 
I didn't leave on bad terms or anything like that, but uh, it became abundantly clear that it just wasn't the place for me at all. And uh, I love and respect all the women there. I think they're amazing. They're so hardworking. They inspire me, but uh, that wasn't my place. Uh, yeah, I don't really know how else to put it. It's just like if you- It's awfully mature of you to know Thank you. what your place is and to know that uh, for you to say, you know what, like, I didn't feel like I, I was you. I feel like I was taking somebody else's spot that that wanted it more than I did and deserved to be there. That's very mature, you know. Yeah. Like you can, <laughs> it's, it's, it it's easy wasn't... to throw rocks at people. Uh, yeah, you know when when you live in a glass house yourself. Yeah, but like for you to admit that, like that's that's pretty damn impressive for somebody as young as you are. I just uh, it wasn't the place for me. It just it just wasn't. I really thought it was, and I guess I romanticized it so much in my head. I thought this is where I've got to be. And I guess I got there and it wasn't the same thing that I uh, I wanted. You know, it just didn't sit right. I mean, there's so many reasons. Like, I don't know how much time we have, we have but um, yeah. You always I, can I, come back. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, when you want to get something <laughs> off your chest and you want to feel like this is Thanks. home. <laughs> this is home for pro wrestling. Like yes, don't don't it. ever think for one second that you you know you can't come on call us and go hey guys I feel some kind of way I want to talk about this we're like hey we're gonna cut some time out for Tony and we got plenty Thank of you. time for you we throw out breaks for you Tony because this is the first time you're on so you get you you get the guest heroes welcome here on Busted Open but but Thank I think you. everybody would agree Tony happiness is key you you want to yeah, be happy. happiness and comes first. And if you're and, and and I and I say this and I know it sounds selfish, but I but I say this to my daughter and I say this to everybody. Like if you're not happy, you can't make anybody else happy. So you have to yeah. be happy first. So so what is it about AEW and, and the family that you have in AEW that makes you so happy? Oh, I just uh Besides I guess me I me being there. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Of course, duh. Um, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I feel a certain way about the place. I look at it. I like what I see. Um, I see it uh, growing to be something really special. It already is something really special. I just like it. I can't help it. I just, I, I want to, I want to give my all to AEW. They've given me a second chance uh, at my career. So I'm going to give them uh, everything I've got until I can't. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great attitude to have. And, you you know, we're seeing this Owen Hart uh, Foundation tournament that you're a part of. We're, we're seeing this amazing uh, women's division in AEW now headed by Thunder Rosa, your AEW women's champion. Uh, what do you think about the AEW's women's division right now and this tournament? I have never seen uh, so many passionate, hardworking women. It's, uh, it's honestly incredible. We got Thunder Rosa. We got Britt Baker. We got... Chris Statlander is incredible. So many underrated women. So many that just haven't been talked Serena about enough. Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb. I, there's just so many that I want to get in the ring with and, and you know, really, really go for it. Um, there is so much talent, and I feel that I, I can would pay a lot. lot of money with, to see you and Serena Deeb. The I skill would learn sets, a lot. <laughs> golly, man, y'all, that would be so good. I would love that take each other to town it would be awesome and I just feel like there's so much um yeah there's so much growing for me to do and I look at the AEW women's division and I think 
this is a place where I, I feel that I can do that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Is there one in particular opponent that you would love to have here in AEW? Oh my God. Um, Tegan Knox, I would have to say okay. would be uh, high up on that list. I think that would be someone who um, would really deserve an awesome spot like that. And uh, she, I know she loves uh, this business as much as I do. So that would be cool to see that one day in the future. Who knows? Anything can happen. It's pro wrestling. <laughs> and what about uh, Jamie Hayter? I know there seems well, to be a little something there boiling up here. Yes, we are very similar, I feel. Um, I've known Jamie Hayter for a, a long time. Uh, we have both been through similar systems, like the... Um, stardom in japan and mm -hmm. the uk and we've kind of had like a similar similar experiences and she is one of the most violent women i've ever seen so i'm really excited to uh get in there and be woken up <laughs> <laughs> i think i feel that she's someone who could really bring the best out of me so i'm excited uh first round. we're first round so it's gonna wake be fun you up. yeah she's gonna wake me up it's gonna be good <laughs> I like that. I, you know what I love about Tony? And, and obviously, you, we're seeing it right now, Mark. And we talk about this all the time. How great is it just to see Tony smile, right? Yeah. And see her in a good place and see her happy. <laughs> but also, you know, anticipating and welcoming these challenges that are ahead of her in AEW. And sometimes, Mark, you need that wake-up call, you right? Need you need that challenge to kind of wake you up, right, Tony? Yes, and I need to be getting in the ring with some really violent women and they're going to slap the crap out of me and I'm going to slap them back and that's what's going to revitalize who I am. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so Tony, yeah. let me ask you this because I love asking this. Mark and I always ask these types of questions. I asked you about your playlist when you're working. Out. So what does Tony Storm do like when it's time to just chill? Obviously, you're always working out. Oh, you're traveling yeah. a lot. Like... Like, what do you do when it's just time to chill? Like, I, like, really chill. Like, you'd be amazed. Like, I could just do as little as humanly possible. When I'm <laughs> on the couch, like, I, I like to just kind of glue myself to the couch and, like, sit with like the dogs. Uh, reading books. Uh... Uh, not even. Just, like, TV, like, just go to right, space. You sink you know, into just... the couch. You sink <laughs> like in. sink. Yes, yes, with the dog. I, I, yes, okay. Yeah, I like what to kind, just What really... kind of dog do you have? He's a beagle Australian cattle dog. He's the best boy in the world. He's so good. His name is Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph, I, I love, love it. it. I love it. All right, uh, Tony, go-to movie. What's your go-to movie when you just want to zone um, out? See, I like just watching any kind of stupid movie like any wacky con um, comedy. I really like Pineapple Express. Um, I just watched that recently that I forgot how funny it was. Um, I really like watching stand-up comedy. I like okay. Dave Chappelle. He is awesome. I love, uh, yeah, I just like silly stuff, you know. All right. Okay. I That's see good what to know. Because, <laughs> yeah. Mark, this is her first time on the show. I've never talked. I want to get to yeah, know Yeah, we got to get to know her. We got to get to know yeah. you. Would have been nice if you brought some cake or something your first time here. Would have been nice if you brought us something. But that's okay, Tony. We forgive you. Next time, cake. you know, yeah, a little cake. Since, since Dave mentioned food, 
<laughs> food is a big deal to me. Yes. Me too. Uh, what what is your go-to like just snack? Horrible snack. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, see, like I really like cooking. Like I cook up a storm. I really do. Like sometimes if I get enough time and I haven't had much time, but when I get time, I like, I like really cook. Like I'll start whipping up lasagnas, cakes, roasts. Wow. Wow. Um, Where do you live? Florida. (laughs) Me me and my husband, we just like grilling outside. Nice. I like that. Cook. Like Tell we your really husband that Dave and I like lasagna. Yeah, we like French bread. Yeah, come on, I'll, I'll oh, man yeah. the grill. I'll man the grill. I don't mind. Yeah, oh, we love grilling outside in Florida and sinking into the couch. There that's, you uh, go. That's who I am. That's uh, awesome, to- Tony. Thank you so much again. Uh, AEW Rampage tonight, <laughs> special time, uh, seven p.m. Eastern time on T on TNT, and don't forget Battle of the Belts. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And Tony, such a big part of what's going on with the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament with that women's division. And Tony, thank you so much for the time. Don't be a stranger. We hope to have you back on again. It's good to see you happy. It's good to see you back in it and back and falling in love with pro wrestling again. And thank you again for the time this morning. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you guys. Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And if you're like me, you are as interested in the NFL offseason as you are in the games on the field. We've already seen the landscape change dramatically with franchise quarterbacks on the move, contenders bolstering their weaknesses, bottom feeders trying to spin their way to wins. We break it all down on my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, with new episodes every Thursday. So please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. So let's bring in AEW owner and president, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Love it. Thank you for coming on. And thanks for coming on, which is game day, because we have a live AEW Rampage tonight at a special time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, it's going to be a very, very special AEW Rampage tonight. Not only the special start time you just mentioned, starting early tonight, 7 Eastern, 6 Central here in Dallas. Uh, Very excited about the card. I know just before I came on, you guys were talking about the world championship match here in Dallas in a Texas death match. Hangman Page versus Adam Cole. I cannot wait. Yeah, this is a big one. And, you know, I think the fans that I was saying it to Mark just before you came on, the fans are kind of split. You know, I, I this is kind of the fun of pro wrestling. You really don't know what the outcome is going to be tonight. No, you don't. And I think that's one of the things that makes it really fun. Uh, And absolutely, you're dead right, Dave. That's why fans love pro wrestling. Great matches like this where they can get behind either side and they believe both sides have a great chance to win. And it's just going to be a great match to watch. And there's a lot to be excited about on Friday Night Rampage tonight, namely the Texas Death Match for the world title. Uh, Paige and Cole, two of our top stars, I'm also very excited about tonight's debut of the Blackpool Combat Club. First ever trios match for Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Wheeler Yuta as a trio. Also uh, tonight on Rampage, Owen Hart, Foundation Tournament tournament Qualifier, Ruby Soho, and Robin Renegade. And maybe a lot of fans don't know Robin Renegade, but she has done a lot, uh, especially with Mission Pro Wrestling, working with the Thunder Rosa uh, I believe she was trained by QT Marshall. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that qualifying match tonight between her and Ruby Soho. Yeah, me too. I'm also really looking forward to that match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and really, I do think uh, we've seen a bit of Robin Renegade and, and I've been really impressed, which is why I wanted to give her an opportunity on Rampage tonight. She's been excellent. Uh I also uh, really like AQA. It was another wrestler down here in Texas. And honestly, I'd been wanting to give her an opportunity in an Owen qualifier. And I looked at doing Ruby versus AQA last week and AQA has been sick. So I hadn't been able to get her in the mix. So uh, I think Robin Renegade's a great opponent. And I think uh, could have a great match with Ruby. I really thought Robin did a great job versus Britt Baker on TV when we gave her that opportunity. And uh, I think it'll be a great match for tonight. Of course, uh, Ruby Soho came to AEW when I first met her. This Owen Hart tournament was a big goal of hers. I know it's something that she really cares about. So I know that she's going to do everything she can to qualify for this match. 
Robin Renegade's a really good up and coming wrestler. So I thought she would be somebody good uh, to give an opportunity to in a qualifying match tonight on Rampage. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And speaking of that, we had Tony Storm on the show earlier. Uh, Tony, I mean, wow. I mean, great to interview. see her, a great interview. Uh, s- smile from ear to ear. Sounds like she's in a really good place right now with AEW. She seems happy. Uh, I know you mentioned about re- really she found that love and passion for pro wrestling by joining the AEW roster. But wow, what an uplifting interview with Tony Storm earlier on today. Well, Tony Storm is an excellent wrestler and she's been a great addition to AEW. Uh, we love having her here. I was thrilled when she became available as a free agent and she's arrived here. And now we know in this Owen Hart tournament in the opening round, she will be facing off against Jamie Hayter. I think there was great appetite for that match and it's something the fans really wanted and it's something they're going to get. And I'm really looking forward to Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. We're very fortunate to have both of them here in AEW. It's going to be a great Owen Hart tournament, both the women's tournament and the men's tournament. And as we get a stronger and stronger field, I think having great wrestlers like Tony Storm in the mix uh, is going to be a big part of what makes this such a prestigious tournament. Of course, with the name Owen Hart affixed to the tournament, it's got to be a great tournament and we got to put great wrestlers in it to pay tribute to the great legacy of the awesome Owen Hart. Tony Storm mentioned that she is facing Jamie Hayter and that the hard hitting style of her, um, she feels like she needed to wake her up. And I think that we've seen a, a really good Tony Storm. Do you feel like her, that she has uh, even more room to wake up? Well, I think she came in and had a great debut match against the Bunny. And now I think uh, as this tournament rolls on, uh, you know, the Bunny's a great wrestler here. She's been in some of the most hard-hitting matches. And I think Tony got uh, a great introduction to the AEW style and to the fact that uh, this is not going to be an easy place to wrestle. You know, this is some of the best competition. Jamie Hayter, like you said, and like Tony said, is one of the hardest hitting women in all of pro wrestling. And I think it will be uh, a wake up call, but you know, you got to be careful uh, what you wish for. Sometimes wake up calls are not pleasant. And uh, so that'll be a a hard match for sure. Uh, We talk a lot about what's going to happen tonight on rampage again, special time, 7 PM Eastern time on TNT. You mentioned earlier when we had you on on Wednesday that this was a big week for AEW. Tomorrow night, Battle of the Belts, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. That card looks absolutely fantastic. And three amazing matches already signed for what we're going to see at Battle of the Belts. And of course, what I feel is probably going to be your main event, Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose for that AEW Women's Championship tomorrow night. That is going to be the main event, the Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose, the champion versus the former champion in Texas, Thunder Rosa's home state, and the state where both of these women have won the world championship. Not only the state where they both won the world championship, but where this dispute really got started in Austin, Texas, as Thunder Rosa came out to celebrate 
her championship reign and Nyla Rose took exception to it. It was, of course, the same building in Austin, Texas, where Nyla Rose had become the champion herself and uh, she wanted the spotlight for herself. And now uh, one of these women will end the night with the spotlight on them. It'll be Thunder Rosa against Nyla Rose in what I expect will be a great match. Thunder Rosa is uh, one of our top stars. She's waited a long time to have this chance to become the champion. And this is a very tough test. Nyla Rose, not only a great wrestler, not only a former champion, but she's also been in some of the best women's matches in the history of this company. And I think this has a chance to be another one. I do too. I think this is going to be classic. I loved what we saw on Dynamite with the cake. A little bit of a reminder of the Rock and Roll Express and Midnight Express uh, from back in the Mid-South. Mark was very upset. Mark never wants to see food wasted. Is that why you're so upset, Mark? (laughs) Especially cake. (laughs) I I actually sent the message to Thunder Rosa and Nyla saying that I was very disappointed in them for destroying the cake. (laughs) (laughs) You're unbelievable, man. That's great. That's great. I, uh, on the other hand, uh, while the cake was destroyed and while, you know, that was sad and, and it may have been a waste of some good cake, I do think uh, this is going to be a, a great match and hopefully the cake went to a good cause uh, furthering uh, this rivalry. But um, in all seriousness, should be a great match and should be a great show both tonight on Rampage Live on TNT and tomorrow Battle of the Belts. So, Friday, Saturday, doubleheader of wrestling, which is really cool. Uh, Should be a great night tonight here in Texas and should be a great Friday and Saturday of wrestling on TNT. And also tomorrow night at Battle of the Belts, uh, we're going to get for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Jonathan Gresham against Dalton Castle. And I think this is the first time we're going to see Dalton Castle on AEW programming, right? It is the first time. And Dalton Castle, the first time I had ever worked with him, was the super card and uh, booked Alton Castle, Joe Hendry on the pre-show, the zero hour for the super card of honor. It was a great, great match. Uh, Dalton Castle picked up the win. He's had a great record in ring of honor. And I think that win over Joe Hendry put Dalton Castle in line for a shot at the title. And uh, it should be a great match. I, I have a lot of respect for both men, Castle and Gresham. So it'll really be a first Time to see the Ring of Honor World Championship and, and the world champion himself. I think Jonathan Gresham, uh, we also have really been looking forward to getting involved in AEW um, and should be uh, an awesome opportunity. And as we kind of are working towards future distribution for Ring of Honor, for the TV and for the pay-per-view events, I think this is a great opportunity to keep the championship in the spotlight to keep the champion in the spotlight, whoever it ends up being, whether it's Dalton Castle or Jonathan Gresham. Big yeah. fan of Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Love the pure style, but uh, he is a strong guy and, and uses his strength and his endurance to his advantage. I like the full court press, if you will, of his style of, of, of attacking guys. Um, Dalton Castle is a is a fan favorite of a one Violetta LaGreca. Uh, I wonder who 
uh, Violetta will be cheering for a day. I know she'll be cheering for Dalton Castle. And and seriously, Mark, like with Dalton Castle, I'm I'm really happy about what's going to take place at Battle of the Belts tomorrow night because he's somebody that I always felt was kind of underappreciated. So it's going to be able – it's going to be great to see him on a national spotlight like he's going to be yeah. on TNT tomorrow night. And that's that's what's great about a lot of what, what's going on with Ring of Honor, Tony, is a lot of these wrestlers that were never really able to get that spotlight are now going to get that spotlight because you own Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Well, there's great stars in Ring of Honor. Not only when I bought Ring of Honor did I acquire a great library and great trademarks, but there's a lot of great people associated with Ring of Honor backstage, putting the shows on. Uh, you know, I thought the commentary team did an excellent job on the show. We've been using Bobby Cruz uh, for the yeah. Ring of Honor championship introductions on television. And nobody in Ring of Honor made the place go more than the wrestlers and the fans. And I think those are the people we were able to bring along for the Supercard, uh, the wrestlers and the fans. So I'm really excited uh, for Gresham, very excited for Dalton Castle. Should be a great, great match uh, for that Ring of Honor championship. And uh, we'll, we'll have a champion at the end of the night. We saw Gresham had a great match with Bandito. We saw Dalton Castle pick up a great win over Joe Hendry. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that Ring of Honor title match. And speaking of, of Ring of Honor and TV, the Ring of Honor TV champion and the new Ring of Honor TV champion, Samoa Joe. Wow, what a main event on Wednesday between Suzuki and Samoa Joe. Yeah, it was a great match. So, uh, Suzuki and Samoa Joe uh, had an absolute physical, hard-hitting, barn-burning classic. It was, it was tremendous, uh, very, very... Happy Suzuki uh, was able to uh, come and defend the championship. And uh, I know that he's got a crazy schedule. And with his crazy schedule, it was a very tough task uh, with Samoa Joe. And I think Samoa Joe benefited from that. And I think Samoa Joe, frankly, is a tough matchup for absolutely anybody in the world of wrestling. And uh, now he's a great champion. He's the longest reigning Ring of Honor world champion of all time. And now he's in his first reign ever as the Ring of Honor TV champion. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. You know, Tony, after that match, obviously, we, you know, because of Jay Lethal, we saw Satnam Singh, you know, him make his first appearance on AEW TV. How hard is it to debut somebody brand new that most fans have probably never seen before? I could have done it better. It's like, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I wish I'd done it a little differently because the fans are always going to be right. So if the fans don't like something, sometimes there's some things about it that where you're trying to get heat, which is trying to get heat situation. People aren't always going to love it, but there were like things about it. I probably should have done differently. Now I see in hindsight. And to be honest, it wasn't my idea to turn the lights out, but I am the ultimate filter. I'm the person who everything goes through is I, I put, the outline of the show together, and when I came in Wednesday, I thought it was the best outline I've ever put together. One of them, at least. Like, it was this belt, it was as much strong wrestling as you could possibly fit into the program, and I thought, up until that point, the show was excellent. And then that was the one thing we kind of went off on. People might not have liked it. Satinum is an important person for us. He, it, it was important to debut him in a meaningful way and to show that uh, with Jay Lethal, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. At the same time, turning the lights out for somebody people didn't recognize, it's a great point. And to be honest, uh, when 
the person, well, the person who brought up turning the lights off has over 30 years of experience in pro wrestling. And when they brought it up to me, I was only looking at the pros and I should have thought about the cons because that is my job as the person who decides what goes in and who filters out these ideas. We had all these people in the room and somehow not one person uh, when that idea came up, brought out the negatives. And then when we did it, all of a sudden, all the negatives were very obvious. Uh, so I look, if I list, I'm not going to say who it was. And I'm also not, I don't need to list all the credentials, Mark included of all the great wrestling people around me and in the production meeting, but you know, it was a lot of veteran people. And, uh, you know, to be honest, nobody said that, but then when it happened, I agree with the fans completely. So it's, it's uh, awfully big of you, Tony, to, 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 to take the pros with the cons, the good with the bad. And, you know, you could easily just say, you know what, like it is what it is. But, you know, you really don't have to apologize, but I feel like it's honorable to Thanks. the fans to, to be able to them to hear you say, you know what, guys, sometimes I miss. Yeah. And when you miss, we all miss. So uh, you can't embody all that on your own. Well, thanks for saying that, Mark. I mean, like I said, when, when it came up, you know, I said, oh, you know, that could work. That's different. I was looking for how to physically get him in there for that moment. And somebody, like I said, with over 30 years of experience said, well, we could turn the lights out, do this and this. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I should have seen the negatives before we did it. And then I really didn't see them until we actually, it actually happened. And then I was like, okay, sure. Uh, but that's not Satin's fault. It's definitely not Jay Lethal's fault. Uh, and so uh, I, at the same time, I'm very excited for it. I think it created a lot of buzz. It is Satinum's debut has been the most watched thing out of the show. And frankly, it's gotten international attention. I wanted it to get, but I didn't want it to, you know, loom over a lot of great stuff on the show either. And I don't think it has or it will no. because there's a lot of great wrestling on that show. And I'm, so I'm really excited about that, but the fans are always going to be right. So like, uh, I think uh, it's one of those times where, you know, I, I, I appreciate what their feedback was. And now, as I am in my third year of doing this, uh, I would not do that that way again. And these are the things you learn going into year three that I would do different in year four or five. Um, but nevertheless, it was a, a great, great night of wrestling. We did a great, great rating. And I expect another great night tonight on Rampage. Something I'm very excited about kicking off tonight's show. You know, the Gun Club have been a great trio here in AEW. And over the last few years, they are undefeated in all these trios matches. 24-0. and 0. That is an incredible streak we've built up. 24-0 and 0 for Billy Gunn, along with his sons, Austin and Colton. And tonight, they are, without a doubt, facing the toughest test they've had yet in their 25th match. They're wrestling John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta. And this is on Rampage a week after Moxley versus Yuta in the greatest match in Rampage history, the greatest star-making performance in Rampage history, maybe in AEW history by Wheeler Yuta. And now he's teaming with Mox and Brian Danielson on Rampage. So that'll be a great way to start Rampage this week after what we saw to end Rampage last week. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President, 
of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.